Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. A week from today, restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertops, floor mixers, ice machines, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Good morning. How was the weekend? Good. How about yours? It was good. good. I had a really good event. Uh, epic experience. Um, had a record night. It was over at the Four Seasons. It's an unbelievable organization. They, yeah, I love what they do with uh, with cancer survivors, adult cancer survivors. It's a very unique and different take on it, and uh, what a wonderful work they do. Great stuff. But I'm going to go on a bit of a rant before we get to the lead. Okay. I am tired of talking about Russell Wilson. No. And I'm tired of ignoring Nikola Jokic. Because I have fallen into the trap of putting what Russell Wilson is saying over 32 points, 16 rebounds, 16 assists, and four steals, which is one of the more impressive stat lines in NBA history. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to lead with it. Well, you can. Because Russell Wilson Uh. talked. Because, and and this is not a knock on anybody listening or watching. I'm as guilty as anybody. Mm Mm-hmm. We got to get to Russell Wilson. We all are. We got to talk about of the Broncos. Of course we do. And we're going to ignore arguably the greatest team sport athlete in this city's history where he puts together, oh, by the way, another ho-hum, triple-double, 32 points, 16 rebounds, six, 16 assists, and four steals. Yeah. I'm disgusted with the way I am handling my business. I am disgusted with the way it is being handled nationally. Every morning I wake up at 6 o'clock, I turn on Get Up on ESPN. What, what do they lead with? Draymond Green saying, I still think we have a chance to win a title. What do they do at the bottom of the screen, lower third? Jokic, triple-double. They put all his numbers out there. But that wasn't even the lead, mm. in theory. Mm. The lead was, hey, what do the Lakers do against the Suns? What do the Bucks do against the Sixers? The Golden State Nuggets game was the third game, and it was completely buried. You wonder why people still, well, last year, didn't know a lot about Nikola Jokic when he was doing similar things. This is why. Because it has become so commonplace for Jokic to do this, we're almost just numb to it now. And, oh, by the way, what did he do against Portland? Just as impressive. Oh, yeah. All three games, triple doubles in all three of them, passed LeBron James on the all-time list now. Now he's reeling in Magic Johnson in third on the all-time list for triple doubles and all of these things. But you know something? And the Nuggets were impressive in their win. They fell behind by 15. Well, they gave up 36 in the first quarter, which pissed me off. Right. And probably Michael Malone, too. But then they took a cattle prod and stuck it so high up you couldn't even see it. That is correct. And it, guess who was doing it? Nikola Jokic. And Jamal Murray. Yes. And Aaron Gordon. And the bench. And forgive me, let's do the lead with Russell Wilson. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. 
Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. There's a part of me that wants him traded sooner than later, honestly, so we can stop talking about it. But in the meantime, he did a podcast with our friend Brandon Marshall, not the linebacker, but the wide receiver. Right. He discussed many things about what could be his last days as the Broncos quarterback. Listen, it's a business. you got to be also non-emotional about it, too, at the same time. You also know that there's ebbs and flows to it, you know, winning heals all wounds. To me, it's really focusing on about being the best version of me, being prepared, and no matter what, you control what you can control. So my mindset right now where I am is where I am, and I'd love to be there, you know, love to win. And that's what I came there to do is win more Super Bowls. And so if, if it's not there, though, I got to go to a place that we're going to win again. Right. You know, that's, that's what matters. Yep. There was really surprisingly little to unpack in this. Although, Although and we will get there to were it some later nu- on. There were some nuggets. Later in that, the show, we'll tease it right now. Mm-hmm. He laid out what happened mm-hmm. about the, hey, you got to get rid of the injury clause yeah. when it happened. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that later on in the show. But I digress. Yeah, there was one remark that uh, did kind of raise my eyebrows according to to Russell from Sean Payton saying, hey, just go on and act like nothing has happened. That was a, and that was to me pretty interesting stuff. This to me is all PR. It's posturing. It's getting, uh, I'm a good guy. The team, I I still want to be a part of the team, but the team's really a bunch of bad guys. Not the guys on the team, but the Broncos themselves. Um, not in so in so many words, and uh, and it's kind of like I'm done with this. It's no big deal. Well, I mean, it's a big deal. Eighty-five million dollars dead cap over two years is a big deal, but this is has more to do for me about Russell Wilson, who can still be a contributing quarterback to a winning franchise. And Sean Payton, who doesn't have the quarterback that he needs to run the offense that he wants. And you know what? The twain never met. It didn't work. It didn't work for Sean. It didn't work enough for Russ. And they're going to go their separate ways because that's the way it is. And that's okay. But I'm getting tired of it. This was all breathless and tongue-wagging stuff that was like, whatever. At the end of the day, Russell Wilson is going to be cut within the next two weeks, and we're going to move on from this thing. And when he's a Pittsburgh Steeler or Atlanta Falcon or wherever the hell he ends up, we won't have to listen to it anymore. I'll give him credit for one thing. If he was standing in front of me at the podium, I'd roll my eyes and have to try not to throw up on my own shirt. But the truth is, he has a level of maturity Mm -hmm. that most don't have. When he says, I need to control what I can control, that is not only a healthy way to look at things. It's a smart, introspective way to look at things. But I believe he believes it. Because I've read enough about him that his mentor might be his agent, talks to him about this stuff all the time. 
Don't let the outside noise affect who you are, how you prepare. And honestly, this is a very good teaching moment for not just athletes, but for everybody. No question. Where it is true, control what you can control. And if you can't, you can't. Yeah. But most people can't get over the emotional part of it. And they want to point fingers. I really don't think that Russell Wilson is pointing fingers as much as people think he is. And he's some bitter guy. I think he really is this way. He is robotic, no question, about being centered. Centered is a really good place to be Mm -hmm. where you see things for what they are and then you get motivated off of it. I applaud him for that. However, listening to his press conferences over the years where he's rattling off every offensive lineman and he's saying things that you're just like, my God, I've heard this record before. I'm I'm very ready to move on from it because while I believe it's genuine for him mm-hmm. and I understand it on a visceral level, I can see where it doesn't feel real to other people. The funny thing is, it is, but it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah, well stated, and that's exactly right. I, 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 I will not move off of my contention that Russell Wilson's a good guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good dude. Yep. And he has the look. He's a good dude, but he's narcissistic too. Oh, in yes. A, in a different yes. way. Yes. In a different way than Sean Payton. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Oh, yeah. You have to have a pretty substantial ego, generally speaking, to be successful in anything that you do in life. Right. I agree. And, um, but all, all that aside, I think Russ is a good dude. I, w- I wish Russ well, no ill intent at on anyone's part. I've enjoyed, in my weird kind of way, the two years of being around him, even though he may be the most redundant athlete that I've ever covered. Oh, yeah. It's like he, it, 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 his, the, his press conferences are Groundhog Day. It, 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 it's the same thing. Over and over and over again. A, a, a different adjective here, a different adverb there, maybe a preposition dangles a little bit here. There's there, there may be a, a little bit of altering here and there, but by and large, it's just the same thing over and over again. And you're right. Is it genuine? Well, it's Russ's version of genuine. Right. By, yeah. the, by the way, Mike Kliss refuted something that he said. He said the Broncos never talked to Russ directly about this. Mm-hmm. It, this conversation happened with his agent, but Russ did yep. present it as they told me this was going to happen. That's a half truth because in some ways it, it's kind of like the mafia, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You want to talk to the Don, you talk to the consigliere, right? Yep. The consigliere is essentially the mouthpiece for the boss. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I chuckled in listening to a fair portion of this last night and kind of bits and pieces while I was working. And um, 
there's a couple of things that are salient and that are interesting. But by and large, this is just kind of, to me, the beginning. It's not. Is it the beginning of the end or is it the end of the end? Hey, I mean, I it, to me, this has kind of been a fait accompli from jump. Um, I felt like too much water had crossed under the bridge for this to be rescued. And especially when the guy that could have done the rescuing doesn't want to throw the lifeline. Sean Payton is not interested in having Russell Wilson back. I think that we can all agree on that. Even if Sean is saying something publicly, they're willing to eat 85 million bucks for two years. Whatever. Let's move along. Okay. Well, we'll move along. Well, to... I know. You know what I'm saying. No, no. What right. we'll move along to is his version of what happened mm-hmm. midseason on the whole discussion about the contract and taking out the injury clause. I think he was a little bit more descriptive this time around yes. with Brandon Marshall than he was with us. Not that he was holding something back, because I don't believe he was, but he was more descriptive. And he, he painted more of a colorful picture about what happened on how he almost lost his job midseason. That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us, Roller Auction's Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, a week from today, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, ice machines, dining room furniture, and more. Auction is open right now at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, the weather is nice. It feels like spring. Spring cleaning, I think, is in the air, especially at your house as you're getting ready for (laughs) a move. But you might be thinking about, hey, I might need some new windows. I Mm -hmm. want my house to look better. The siding needs to be redone. There's only one company, honestly, that I recommend, and that is Paramount Siding and Windows. They have the best product out there, fair prices, and their integrity is as good as you are going to get. I've told this story, but if you haven't heard it, you might want to hear it again. Or if you haven't heard it, you're going to be like, wow, that's kind of cool. Scott came over to my house. I thought I needed two new windows for starters. Most places aren't coming out to do a small job like that. They want a big job, big job. But he came out to my house to look at the two windows. They needed just a small fix Yeah, because I'm not handy. He could have easily sold me two more windows that I didn't need, and he didn't. And I love that about him, and I love that about Paramount Siding and Windows. 
their integrity is unbelievable. They don't sell you stuff that you don't need. Those are the type of companies that I like to work with. I think those are the type of companies you want to work with. That's why you should go to ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Paramount Siding and Windows. Paramount Siding and Windows, it's quality in everything they do. Find them at ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. Okay, so you heard Russell Wilson talk about his future in Denver with that. He also gave more details about what happened between him and the Broncos when the team allegedly threatened to bench him if he didn't get rid of his injury guarantee for this season. And, of course, that happened at the midway point of the season. And so we beat Green Bay, Kansas City. We beat them. And uh, as you mentioned that's when, as you mentioned earlier, that's when I got that call. And I was like, I'm confused what's going on. And I didn't believe it at first. I was like, this, this can't be real. And I got that call that, hey, we're going to bench you for the next nine games if you, know, you don't change the injury guarantee. So for me. But, but be clear here. They, it's, it's not, they don't want to bench you because of play. They're saying they're benching you because they want you to take out the injury guarantee. Yeah, they want, they, yeah, they want to re- push back my injury guarantee and remove it for that rest of the year. So that way, if I get injured, they don't have to pay it. But that's why as a player, it doesn't even make sense to do that because you think of those Alex Smith moments. And then, hell, you can even go back to college like Willis McGahee, I believe it was, uh, at the U. One of his last games going into NFL, he tears everything in, or maybe it's Frank Gore, everything in their knee. I didn't want to set a, a precedent for players to remove their injury guarantees, too, as well. And so it, it was it was no way I was going to do that. And so when they said that hey, we're, we're going to bench you, we're going to bench you, I said, all right, that, that's what you want to do. Bro, that's like extortion. Yeah. Uh, how, like, you got the NFL PA involved, attorneys involved, like, obviously. Well, like- I, I didn't want to, but then, then they kept saying all the way throughout the week. So then, you know. My agent talked to the NFLPA. The NFLPA called me to ask, you know, and then they they talked to the NFL. The NFL was like, "This can't, you can't. This is illegal. You can't do this." And so then, you know, all the way throughout Saturday. So I was just like sitting here. I didn't know if I was going to play the following week. We had Monday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills the following week. So I'm like, "Am I going to play? Am I not?" Like, so 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 like, so you got Russell Wilson in his camp, and then you got the Denver Broncos. Everybody looking at each other. Who's going to make the first move? You going to sign? You going to take? It? I, I wasn't going to do it. He I wasn't going to blink. No shot. I, I ain't taking my injury guarantee. But. So now I'm sitting there like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. So then the whole week, all the way, and I get back on Monday. I still don't know necessarily what's going to happen. And uh, on, that, on that Monday, that's when I meet with Sean. And Sean's like, hey, don't forget like nothing happened. We're just, you're going to play this week against Buffalo. We got a big game against Buffalo. We got to go win on Monday Night Football. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Uh- it's a bad look for the team. It's a bad look for Sean Payton, um, in my opinion. If you're Wilson, why would you want to come back if you feel right. the Broncos did you That's dirty? That's exactly right. If you're the Broncos, why would you want him back that knowing bingo. that he's airing out all this dirty laundry? And we laundry? have just reached the crux of the issue. Hence, the whole PR and posturing. That's what this is. The Broncos are done with Russ. Russ is done with the Broncos trying to get some verbiage out there to, to soften it and to look, whatever. This thing is finished. And, um, it, yeah, it, it just, you're, you're absolutely right. Even the things that were said yesterday in this podcast would, would lead you to that. Why in the world would these two want to continue with each other? 
it's to me, um, it, it's just it's it's an it's really unnecessary parting gifts, unless Brandon Marshall's podcast producer is really really that good, and he might be, or she mm-hmm. might be, or Brandon is that insightful on the timing of interviewing Russell Wilson. I'm, I can't imagine the timing of this interview is an accident. Right. This is coming in which there's a report from ESPN's Jeremy Fowler mm-hmm. that this decision is happening this week. Right. It makes sense. So for Russell, he wants to get out what he wants to get out mm-hmm. now before the guillotine finishes its job. Right. Before he no longer, in theory, can talk about it. Now, he can talk about it after it's all over. After the fact, sure. He, he can ease, but I think he wanted to probably get ahead of it, get in his final salvo before this whole thing comes to an end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it it doesn't paint a good picture of the Broncos. No. At all. I mean, it, 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 it really doesn't. The Broncos, who, by the way, negotiated this contract in good faith with Russell Wilson and his people, then ask him to uh, supposedly to alter it. And I, and then these thinly veiled or directly veiled threats about him losing his job are all bad look. That, that's a bad look for the Broncos. It's a bad look for... Guys that are in the franchise right now, it's a bad look for people that might want to be a part of the franchise because this is your franchise quarterback who supposedly is being handled like this, which I think is Russ's point. I think Russ is more than willing to say, hey, you know, here's how I was handled. It's a cautionary tale. And he's right. To some degree, I think. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw an analogy your way. Oh. Okay. This contract is similar to in some ways when you buy a car. There's something called a lemon law, right? You buy a car, you spend a lot of money on it, and then you find out within the first four months this car is not a good car. The lemon law allows you to recoup your money. Okay. Here is, I'm reading directly, Colorado Lemon Law. Lemon Law has deadlines, which are a legal claim, which must be filed within six months of expiration of the vehicle's warranty or one year from the date on which the purchaser received the car. Russell Wilson played one full season here. Mm -hmm. The Lemon Law is expired. And now, 18 months after the car was bought, the Broncos want to enforce the lemon law. Yeah. It's too late now. Right. Yeah. It expired. Not that there is ever a lemon law anyway in the NFL, but that's what it feels like. I think that the conversation tomorrow in Indianapolis is going to be very interesting because you know damn good and well that Sean is going to be questioned about this. And supposedly Sean and George are both talking Mm -hmm. tomorrow. So... And, and I have every confidence that they will 
And bottom line is this. When George was asked about this, he played good soldier at the he end did. of the season. He, yep, you're right. But did you kind of get the feeling that Russ's side is kind of right on this, and that's why he was deflecting, deflecting, deflecting on everything? He never asked the question. He was asked it three different mm-hmm. times, and I was right in the middle of it. Yes. Cliss asked it. Then I asked it in a different way. Still didn't get an answer. Right. Then Jeff Legwald asked the question. Still didn't get an answer. Yeah. If what you did is above board, that should be a very easy, this is what happened. But they never answered the question. Did a very good job in, as good a job as they possibly could have done in deflecting it. They were all on the same page. So from that standpoint, the message was consistent. They did as good a job as they possibly could to mitigate any damage from uh, Wilson's camp and, and his claims. But at the end of the day, Russ appears to be on the right side of this argument. Here's the problem for Greg and Kerry Penner. As the Broncos dive into free agency with whatever money they have, and I know that the salary cap went up by $25 million. We'll get more into that mm-hmm. later on in the week. We have plenty of time to talk about that. Now, the Penners, not George Payton, not Sean Payton, the Penners are the owners. Now the Penners have a reputation around the NFL of owners who want to get out of a contract. And if you're a free agent, you got to be careful about do those you really, things. Do you really right? want to go to a place where now they have sh- who do you think who do you think players around the league believe? Russell Wilson or George Sean and the Penners? Who do you think they believe? Cuz that's all that matters. Players but, believe players. Well, you just put a scarlet letter right on your yeah, chest. Yeah, I, 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 the, the fallout for this whole thing, and it doesn't even matter if the Penners are right, George mm-hmm. is right, Sean is right. Yeah, okay. It's not about who's right. It's optics. That's right. PR. It's a, it's a, it, it, it's about the message, and, um, and if you're going to scoreboard it, I, Russ is going to win this. And by the way. Even though he is a shameless self-promoter, mm-hmm. he is the one getting ahead of the message. He is the one filling the vacuum on this situation while the Broncos are remaining silent and deflecting. I will bet you dollars to donuts that his people requested this platform in the time because they knew it, they know it's coming. It's coming this week, the week after at the latest. It's coming. And boom. Coming up after the break, big win for the Nuggets last night. I know Golden State is now one of the top four or five teams in the league. They were favored, though. But they came out firing, Mm. and then the Nuggets turned into what we saw in the playoffs last year and absolutely throttled this team, led by Jokic, led by the bench, in which some of those guys were playing leverage minutes. Is this a foreshadowing of things to come moving forward as we head into the playoffs? That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com.
Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us, Roller Auction's Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. A week from today, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertops and floor mixers, ice machines, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sthmazda.com. Nuggets beat Golden State last night, 119-103. to They were trailing by as many as 15 points in the first half. Warriors were hot, winning eight of its last nine, and then they got throttled in the end. As the champs put their foot down and said, we are the champs. Well, they went on a 28-4 to run uh, at the key time on the road against a team that was favored against them, uh, which is all very interesting in, in its own right. But um, Well, they were playing great ball, mm-hmm. and they beat some good teams. Mm-hmm. It's not as if they played the Washington Generals no. in eight of those nine games. No. No, I'm not saying that at all. I thought it was interesting that the Nuggets were... The Nuggets, who are a pretty good road team, by the way. That, well, the road record is getting better after feasting on Portland. They were one game over 500 on the road mm-hmm. at the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Now they are three games over. Yeah. They are... They're one of the better road teams in the league. Boston and Cleveland are really good on the road. Minnesota has been really good on the road. Oklahoma City's been pretty good on the road. And then the Nuggets with 17 wins. Not bad. But the but the way that they played during that stretch in the third to the fourth quarter where they just dominated the game was clinical. And it was remarkable. And that's the kind of basketball team that Michael Malone wants to coach down the season stretch. What are they now? Let's see. So there are, what, 20, 24 games left now? Yep. 24 games left. And when you look at their schedule, if you look at overall winning percentage mm-hmm. of the teams that they are playing, according to many, they have the fifth or sixth easiest schedule yeah. the rest of the way. Well. And what, what impressed me was you had Zeke Naji playing leverage minutes in that game. Certainly Christian Brown was playing in leverage minutes in the fourth quarter. Michael Porter Jr. played leverage minutes at the end of the game. Right yeah. now, that bench has looked good. Zeke Naji is starting to round into something that's making us all believe maybe Calvin Booth wasn't wrong about giving this guy an extension. I don't know how much he's going to play in the playoffs. Well, he's been right about virtually everything else, hasn't he? So maybe he does have something on Zeke Naji that uh, the rest of us weren't seeing. But I agree. Their bench has been good since the start of the stretch run. It has been productive. Michael Malone has shown confidence in it. Uh, they have played key minutes. Uh, and then they're getting good contributions from their stars. Michael Porter Jr. did not have an overly productive night last night. Just If you just kind of take a cursory look at his numbers, but he had seven rebounds. He had nine points. 
He had two of them at a key time when the game was still kind of hanging and he made made a little drive towards the baseline and then shot around the uh, around the backboard and hit a bucket at a fairly key time. So everyone contributed. It was a, it was just a but but Jokic and Murray were otherworldly. Well, we didn't know if Murray was going to even play. Yeah. For Jokic, third straight triple double since the break, mm-hmm. since the All Star game. And this one, 32 points, 16 rebounds, 16 assists, four steals, ho-hum, no big deal. Have we just become so numb to this that we just kind of expect it? That even a line score like that doesn't, it's not that it's not impressive, but it's okay. Yeah, I don't think it's numb. I think it's just, it's just a wonderful thing to set your watch to. And it's so perfect for Nikola Jokic for this to be underplayed so much, because I agree with you, it is a kind of just a natural, uh, we just ex- expect, you know that he's going to, a double-double is automatic. Right. Right? I mean, he's going to get a double-double. Well, what's funny is, is that during the broadcast, they were previewing, um, or they were talking about Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And they said, man, Sabonis, Demona Sabonis, he's a double-double machine. And I chuckled. Yeah. That's great. He's been a good triple-double guy, too. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting game on Wednesday because Sacramento has kind of owned the Nuggets uh, this year. It'll be interesting to see how Denver plays at home at a time when they need to make a statement. Not not a statement, but I think that they just really want to play well, especially against a team that, is, that has handled them well. But, no, when, when, when Jokic and Murray uh, – Late in the game, the, the essentially the clinching hoop was about as good an offense as you could ever possibly seen run. Murray at the top goes right. Two guys go with him off of a high ball screen. Jokic slips into the lane, and then they, he is found on a bounce pass at the same time that Gordon slashes to the hoop off the baseline and Jokic turns without even really glancing, just knows his guy is going to be there. It looks like he's going to drop a hook. Instead, he lays a perfect lob pass for a bucket, ends up being a slam, game over. It was about as good an exclamation point in Golden State <laughs> that you could possibly have. It was... a. It was an absolute pleasure to watch. Nuggets appear to be rounding into that kind of consistent form that we saw not at the end of the last season. Remember, they were halting at the end of last season. But what I like about this group now, Eric, is they're still playing for something. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, as a complete aside, this was easily Steph Curry's second worst game of the season. One of ten. Yes. From three-point range? Yeah, he got to the point where he almost wanted him to shoot it. Right. Which is odd. Earlier this season against Toronto, he was 0 for 9. Yeah. In this game, he was 1 for 10 and was a non-factor. Clay Thompson came out hot. Mm -hmm. And then Clay Thompson, the second half, went Clay Thompson, which is what he has been this season. And he has kind of disappeared. That's why he's coming off the bench. Exactly. What do we have coming up, just in case you missed it? Abs have now lost 7 of 10 following the NHL All-Star break and we'll discuss this college or this football coach making a surprising jump from the NFL to the college ranks. That's coming up next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. I
Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us, Roller Auction's Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Week from today, restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furniture, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. All right, just in case you missed it, Avs lost their Saturday night primetime home game to the Maple Leafs 4-3. to uh, Tyler Bertuzzi had a hat-trick for Toronto, scored the game-winning goal with 2.51 remaining, breaking the 3-3 tie. Uh, Avs were 13-1-0 in their last 14 at home before Saturday's loss. They've also lost 7 of 10 since the All-Star break uh, with a bit of an easier schedule coming up. Do you think this club can turn it around soon? I... Uh, you know, I, this to me is a quandary. I mean, they lose to Toronto because they can't kill a penalty. It, you know, they were 0 for 2 in penalty kills. And, it, it, I mean, but you're you're up 2 nothing at home. You you would think that you could kind of put your foot on the pedal a little bit. For some reason, this team just lacks that gear at, at this point. They can still be a very good team. They can still win a lot of games. But I don't know at this particular point what you really hang your hat on in terms of consistency because this team has proven to be, while good, inconsistent. And it's, if it sounds like I'm splitting hairs, I guess I am to some degree. Well, it's, just, it's because we still look at them as the Stanley Cup champs. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And they're not. And they're not. Right. I mean... And I'm not sure how much I would bet on them to get to get there this year. So here's the thing: Would I be surprised if they make it to the Western Conference Finals? No. Would I be surprised if they get knocked out in the first round? No. There you go. I think both of those are fair. And when is Val coming back? Don't know. Hmm. There's always a a shroud of mystery around Valerie Nichuchkin, isn't there? I, I wonder how they move forward from this. I don't know, man. There was a report over the weekend that said at the end of the regular season, or by the end of the regular season. Well, that's nice. It's a long time. Yeah, it's a just, long that's an, time. That's, that's, a, that's, that's seven weeks, roughly. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. Hmm. 
All right, just in case you missed it, Eric Bieniemy is making a surprising jump from the NFL to college football as the former Washington Commanders offensive coordinator is finalizing a two-year deal to join UCLA staff as the Bruins' associate head, head coach slash offensive coordinator. This is a this move is a significant hire for new UCLA coach Deshaun Foster. How do you feel about EB leaving the NFL to take this position at UCLA? This isn't a surprising move at all. Nobody wants him in the no, NFL. he wasn't going to work in the NFL. Nobody wants him anymore. Nobody wants him anymore. And that is clear. That is clear. The guy who was the poster child for how can this guy not get a head coaching job now can't get an offensive coordinator's job. And now he's taking a step back. Listen, there's nothing wrong with oh going to gosh, UCLA. No, more power to him. It's but my, my biggest concern is... Him going back to college and then thinking about what happened when he was at Colorado when he was MFing almost every single player on offense. And that was beyond toxic. You wondered how would that translate to the NFL where grown men aren't going to take that from him. Nope. But now he goes back to a spot where college players kind of have to take it. When I say kind of, it's now kind of because of NIL. And the transfer portal. Interesting. He is wearing out his welcome. I, I, why, why isn't anybody crowing? How come this guy isn't getting a head coaching job? It's for all the reasons that you and I have talked about. He's not easy to work with. He's not as good as you think he is. I remember people saying about the Chiefs midway point of the season, man, they really miss Eric Bieniemy. Right. They're really missing him as they just hoisted their second consecutive Lombardi trophy. Exactly. They really missed him. Yeah. All right, just in case you missed it, center fielder Cody Bellinger and the Cubs agreed on a three-year, $80 million contract, which ends a prolonged free agency with a return engagement after his excellent 2023 season with the Cubs. Uh, with Cody Bellinger re-signing, it adds to an already strong offseason for the Cubs. Do you think they are in line to win the NL Central this season? Hmm. They'll be better than the Rockies. Well, yeah. Uh, Cardinals will bounce back. Milwaukee has been fairly consistent. That's a pretty good division. Uh, but I can see the Cubs making that kind of headway. Yeah. I mean, and Cody Bellinger had a really nice rebound season. So I'll give him credit where it's due. Um, but, uh, and by the way, Rockies 3-1 and one in, the ex in the Cactus League. 3-1. and one. So they can hoist their in-season banner. They, they can they can hoist a in-season banner, a, a cactus, right? You know, right? Prickly cactus. Twenty twenty-four cactus league champions. There you go. We'll always have that. It'll, 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 it, that is what we are shooting for. Damn the regular season, but what do we do in the spring? All right, just in case you missed it, in his return to Chicago last night, Red Wings forward Patrick Kane scored the game winner in overtime on a breakaway on the same ice where he played for 16 years. Kane received a massive ovation yeah, before the game. Which was cool. Three laps around the ice, not yeah. one or two. Uh, he also got a standing O after the overtime winner on the road. Uh, Kane now has 28 points in 27 games. Did you think it was cool to see him beat his old team in his Chicago reunion? Doesn't matter, and I'm going to tell you why. That's the night that Chris Chelios' number was right. retired. Yeah. Then you have Kane coming back and scoring the game-winning goal, but neither of those are the highlights. Chicago native Cindy Crawford, center ice, took a puck and put it right into the net. You know where they like put a big 
board up and yep. they give you a little, a little hole, slat there. Right? Yeah. She knocked it right through. Awesome. That was the highlight of the entire night. Wow. Cindy Crawford just flipping a puck down the ice. And usually you like win a car when you do that. I don't think she needs a car. Cindy Crawford won the lottery a long time ago. I, I think she's good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. You want to redesign your own kitchen. They can do that too because they have the staff to do it. Big box stores, they have salespeople that help you buy an appliance. And what do they say? How do they say it? Um, uh, We can't help you design anything. (laughs) You You want a screen protector for your phone after you buy this uh, refrigerator? Want a refrigerator? uh, Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Well, got to talk about Russell Wilson. Sure we do. Don't want to talk about Jokic, 32-16-16 for steals. Let's talk more about Russell Wilson because hopefully and fortunately, we won't have to have this discussion much longer. He spoke with former Broncos wide receiver Brandon Marshall about what he wants out of his career moving forward. He would love to stay here. Well, that's next.